Hawkeye is the fifth MCU TV show to go on Disney+, and the first to give Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye the leading role. But does this hit the bullseye, or is it wide of the mark? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. Welcome to Pop School on the Fans Tainment Movie Review Podcast and TV Show Podcast. I mean, it's it's fucking Disney. What do you want from us? It's uh, Marvel. It's Marvel. They're fucking everywhere. They've got ideas for years. What if Hawkeye was a robot? <laughs> and, uh, Hawkeye. It's what show- if Hawkeye gets a cell phone? <laughs> they, they did give him a cell they phone. They did give him a cell phone. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, Hawkeye. Uh, This is going to be a shorter one uh, because we just did Spider-Man and that's kind of the best thing to come out in December. So, you know. Yeah, but just to give you a little bit of flavour, I'm not going to tell you where it is, Mm. but this isn't my top three shows of the year. I get it. Whereas you were half-hearted about whether we should review it because you didn't seem to have many thoughts. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) It sure is fine. I still think that there are better tv shows there's better mcu tv shows this year right at the very least and there are other shows this year that i've enjoyed quite a lot we were just talking off air about uh what we yes. do the shadow season three yes, yes, yes. which is fucking golden uh-huh. um all of this and more coming in a 2021 review podcast. yep it'll all be there um but I, I enjoyed it okay. i enjoyed this i think i mean <laughs> who would have thought that hawkeye didn't get the worst solo project Right? That's the weird bit. That is a bit odd. Yeah, and it's not even a film. It's a TV show, and it's better than some of the films. Yeah, it so... took them ten years to finally get ready to giving <laughs> Hawkeye something to do. Yeah. But... But it is quite good. It's I enjoyable. Enjoy... It's... Yeah. Well, this thing, it, in comparison to WandaVision, which is the other strong thing that Disney Plus has put out this yeah. year for Marvel, they are two very different shows, and that one is very ambitious and one isn't. Mm. But they're still good in different ways. So, yes. WandaVision is a real fucking intricate passion project. It's a real fucking, you know, thought provoking and big scope thing. Whereas this is a fucking meat and potatoes <laughs> comedy, light hearted comedy action thing. Yes. And it just depends on which way you like your bread buttered. I am traditionally a caveman and like these types <laughs> of things. Yes. You, you I do. don't like being mentally challenged. I, I like these slightly more straightforward things. So, mm. I think that's why I've got more time for it than maybe than you have mm. um, but I just really enjoyed myself it's a nice tight six episodes yeah it's the first one of six episodes to feel like they used the six episodes yep. properly didn't need any more didn't need any less to accomplish everything it needs to do and see Jeremy Renner obviously he's the, the, the star he's the poster child he's the one you're here for he he's is. the only returning MCU character there's but... quite a few but we'd have to spoil them I mean, obviously, his family. Yes. Okay, but there yeah, are people enough. later on in the series yeah, that come. Fair enough. But for the most part, it's just him. And it's a very small-scale mm. thing. So basically, the um, the Ronin, that was what he was running about with during the blip and just murdering all the fucking bad guys. According to like, Wikipedia, he wiped out all of the Mexican cartels. All of them. I just thought he wiped out, wiped out part of one. No, he wiped out all of them. So <laughs> Mexico now has no crime. Yep. Cheers, Hawkeye. Um, 
so he, that's come back and he's basically got to try and bottle it all up in time to get back home for Christmas. Yes. So the stakes are relatively small and low-key compared mm. to, like, fucking shit compared to WandaVision. But <clears throat> I think that kind of helps it with the pacing a little bit. You know, we haven't got to overthink all these big things. It's just what's the next action set piece going to be. That's true. I kind of wish it was more Christmassy. It's pretty Christmassy. It's pretty Christmassy, but they could have really ramped up the Christmas. They do it in the last episode, which is great. Yes. Because the last do. episode is great. Uh-huh. Whereas, like, I feel like it would. there's two really fucking good episodes in this, and it's the last one and the third one. Yep. And there's some good episodes in the middle. Yeah. Um, I think the problem comes down is that this is very much introducing a new Hawkeye. Yes. And I really will miss the, the old one, which is a real shame. Kind of. Kind of. But I think in terms of introducing new characters into the MCU, mm. Kate Bishop has been the best one this year um, by a country mile. I have a soft spot for Yelena, but fair enough. But she also gets to be in this. So oh, yeah, she's... Fine. Yeah, so, yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I, I can see you being a dead heat, but, like, you know how I was, like, not really aware of Timothy Chalamet and what Timothy Chalamet did? Mm. Same thing with Heidi Steinfeld. I did not know she was Spider Gwen in Spider Verse. No, I really, completely escaped. You my didn't know thing. that. No, and oh. I haven't seen Bumblebee. Hmm. Uh, Bumblebee's good. So I had literally zero fucking gauge on what Heidi Steinfeld would do. Hmm. I kind of get it now. She's good. I still don't kind of get Timothy Chalamet, but I do very much get. <laughs> hey, he Heidi was good Steinfeld. in Dune. He was fine. In he's Dune. shit, but we love him. He's Keanu. Yeah, he's shitting, but he's good. <laughs> but he's Keanu Reeves in that. You know what I mean? Hmm. He's like the, the blank slate protagonist. Um, he does appear in another movie that we'll probably talk about in a review thing, but I have yes. no idea why he's in that movie. <laughs> Fuck me, he's pointless in that too. Um, but yeah, how he's done that, I kind of get. Mm. Oh my God, she's charming. Yes. Holy sweet Jesus. I think the problem with this comes from what they've decided to do with the Kate Bishop character in this, which is make her a rich, entitled brat. But also have her played by Hayley Steinfeld, who is great. And there's a weird dichotomy going on. It's just that it's a Batman situation, isn't it? I only have access to all this shit because my parents were rich. Whereas Hawkeye, it's I'm a fucking talented archer. I've worked my way up. I've done this. I killed the Mexican cartel. And there's a bit of a... They try to establish the buddy cop dynamic, which I think works really well. Yeah, yeah. But also, it's very much like, oh, the, the, the Hawkeye that we're getting after the Hawkeye we've had for the past fucking hell 10 years yes. is a kid and it's not like a spider-man situation where he's a teenager or yes. not like a miles morales situation where he's a teenager yes. or not like a i'm trying to think of other examples but there really isn't any i think what i'm trying to say is i like Hayley steinfeld but this version of kate bishop i think needs more time in the oven by the end of this series i ain't convinced she's hawkeye yet but I think that's by design. Mm. I don't think that they've now said this is Hawkeye. Mm. I still think both of them are still active duty right. things. But I think they're just going to be set up for different properties. Mm. Like I, I can see Hawkeye having cameos in a few things coming up in the future. Whereas I think Haley Steinfeld is very much being set up as like this is her fucking first bounce in towards being anchoring an ensemble movie, mm. probably the Young Avengers. Yeah. So I can see that happening. See, this is the thing. I was like, in order for this movie to work, you need to nail two things. We'll get to the second thing, which is the action in a bit. But I think character dynamics and interaction were really necessary. And I think they kind of nail all of them. There's not one bad relationship. And I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks. Are the mo- Can we talk about um, 
Oh fuck! Kate Bishop's mom. Yeah, uh, we need to. I'm gonna need to refer to the fucking is, Wikipedia. Is uh, holy? Oh, Vera Farmiga. Farmiga. Fuck it, I can't find Fumiga. her. Where is she? Uh, she's Eleanor Bishop. Um, she was in all the Conjuring movies that I've never seen. Uh, um, she, she she's a little odd. She's maybe the one character that doesn't really hit like. Uh, and it's a bit of a, and it's a bit of a truly awful character. Yeah, has has like basically shit canned her daughter and anything to do with her daughter to have it off with uh, the cool French man. Yes, he is very handsome though. You got to give her that. <laughs> I, I got. I did not enjoy what they were doing with him until the last episode, where I thoroughly enjoyed what they were doing <laughs> right? with him. <laughs> so that was uh, Tony Dalton playing uh, Jack uh, du- Duquand. Duquesne. Duquesne. That's it. So yeah. Um, who is swordsman in the comic books? Mm. Um, who is Hawkeye's mentor in the comic books? That's not the deal here. But no. I thought they were setting him up as a villain. Obviously, yes. I got sucked into that. He was a fucking twist. He was a he was a he was a what's it called red herring the mm. whole time. Mm. It turns out he's just a bloke who loves swords <laughs> and being suave. That's it. I want more of him, please. <laughs> um, so yeah, her mom is a bit of a tricksy character. That she's not really fun to be around. Nor is she all that charming or interesting. Um, so. She's probably the main dude. But the good news is, fucking Jeremy Renner and Hayley Steinfeld, fucking magic. That works. Works so well. Yeah. Not the best relationship in the whole thing. Oh. We don't get that until later on. Okay. But. Uh, we, mm, I think I know what you're on about. Jelena and fucking Kate Bishop. Oh, okay. Give me that series now. Give me the new Black <laughs> Widow and the new Hawkeye. <laughs> fucking immediately, please, yes. <laughs> like, if that's a Young Avengers film, plus What's a Face as, as Cassie Lang, mm. fucking yes, please. Give me all of that. <laughs> I don't think so, because I think Yelena's is heading towards Thunderbolts and not Young yeah, Avengers. Yeah, I think so. Unless they really thematically want to have Young Avengers have the six original Avengers mm. all fucking baked. Um, but we'll see. But they, it, she's such a fun character that everyone she bounces off, it's interesting. It worked with Jamie Renner in that he's kind of gruff and very reluctant to begin with, but kind of softens up eventually. She's got this kind of giddy, almost puppy dog fucking energy for everything that she does. Um, that works really well when Yelena turns up and Yelena's a very odd character at the best of times mm. in that she's deadly serious but also not at all serious yeah. simultaneously mm. so that really works I think that's why I really liked it basically it's just I really like Hayley Steinfeld I want to spend more time with Kate Bishop yep I want to see Kate Bishop actually be finished and done in the oven because I'm, I'm still getting the rich spoiled kid okay. vibe off her which is a shame because I really like Hayley Steinfeld I've liked everything she's been in but that, I think that's good because I think that's just Stuff the character has room to grow. Yeah, 100%. which is never a bad thing. You know, they've got to they've got to sand off some of the edges, but we can do that over the course of because clearly they they like her. Yeah, the they... more divorce that Kate Bishop gets from the Bishop family, yes. the better a character she'll be. Exactly, which is good because that's probably what's going to happen going forward. And they do some really nice things with the whole. The reason she's so into the old archery is that she was a kid during the Battle of New York. Yes, and I really like that and got saved. By Hawkeye, personally, yeah. which was very nice. So there's a lot of nice themes coming through, what it means to be a superhero. You know, obviously, when you don't have superpowers, what can you do? What's mm. the point of it all? Etc. Etc. You know, Hawkeye's fucking brought this up. He fucking brings up in Ultron. Like, I'm li- the sky is falling with fighting robots and I'm a man with a bow and arrow. Yeah. So I like that it never really loses that kind of like, isn't it mad that this is what we do, mm. but still it's the right thing to do? I like all the reflection stuff. We go on Hawkeye's like how he views himself mm. as like, I'm a fucking weapon that happened to be pointed at the right people by the right people. So 
you know, in another way, it could have gone, look what happened with the fucking Ronin stuff when I was just murdering everybody. Mm. So I really enjoyed that. There's just so much I enjoy with it. There being one singular thing that I'm like, well, that was that put it above everything else this year. Mm. I think it just everything it does, it hits at a four out of five. Yeah, it's pretty consistent, but it's not yeah. the best. No, there's not one singular thing like One Division has one or two things that are like five out of five fucking smashed it. No. Yeah, like production has, design. Yeah, unmatched this year. This just has fours across the board. Yeah, the, the, the tracksuit yeah. um, mafia are just massive comic relief characters yep. almost immediately after they get introduced. <laughs> yep. But it works. It's funny. They just say bro a lot. They do and say that's bro a fine. lot. Fine. Just, I just wish there was a stronger villain presence be- throughout the series because yeah. the one you get at the end's fucking great. Oh my god. But it it lacks there is a void of mystery. And like, oh, is it the tracksuit mafia? Is it Eleanor Bishop? Is it yeah. Jack Duquesne? Is it, and we have to talk about who I think is the least charismatic character on TV this year, is Alacra Cox as Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo. Yeah. Just nothing behind the eyes. There is a scene where you show her father being murdered and it's just the same, like, and, and not, please take this as the insult I'm meaning it to be and not the compliment it sounds like. She's got Diaz face from Brooklyn. Yes. So like right. I'm with you. It's just nothing there. She like her thing is that the Ronin killed her family. Yes. She wants dad. revenge. Pretty fuck okay, that's a good put you at odds. Yeah, yeah. There is a moment where she finds out who the Ronin is and her expression doesn't fucking change. Now this is the confusing thing coming out of the series, because I agree. But they greenlit her solo series before this came out because yep. apparently they were so impressed. And I'm like, is there a different cut of this series? <laughs> Where she's like fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, I don't think she was awful, but my God, does she get, does she not matter? Yeah, do, you could like, take her out of this plot and the plot would still work. Oh, wow, you really could take her out wholesale and nothing would change. Not a thing. Like, I, I, I do think, because it's quite clear in the last episode, her adversary is this guy called Kazi, who is like a second in command slash translator because mm. she's um she's a mute mm. so uh, she's she's deaf in you? so she can't um she doesn't know how to speak so she has to use sign language and stuff uh, which again nice that we've got two deaf characters within like a month of each other in the MCU yeah we got a blind one soon um <laughs> dope um so fair enough I I I that's nice of it nice movie diversity that's always good but there's a lot of ADR in lines at the end of the last episode mm. where it's clear like that wasn't part of the original script maybe there is a different cut where she's more interesting maybe but it ain't this one <laughs> nope nope sure ain't and I'm worried about that Echo series I really am because where does it go I don't know what does it use as a springboard from this series other than the last shot which I refuse to believe is the status quo no cannot cannot and will not allow that to be that is not quo. happening no, I. Yeah, she is the weakest link by by a country mile. And um, they they dedicate an episode to her essentially. Yeah, and I think it's either the third or fourth. The the third has that really great. I know it's not a wanna, but they do a great rotating shot inside of a car. Oh, that's brilliant! Oh boy, oh, that's some nice. Yeah, that. Well, these are the action scenes. Oh, they're fucking all, land. They're all good. The, that one in particular, the car chase, is probably the best one mm. because we get the Pimtech arrow. Yes. Which is very nice. 
Um, there's a lot of talk about trick arrows, which hasn't really been a thing. Like, Hawkeye had them, hmm. but they were never really deemed trick, trick arrows. arrows. Yeah. Whereas this one, it feels like like Kate Bishop and the world knows them as trick arrows and they're fucking obsessed with them. Hmm. That felt like it came out a little bit of a left thing, but it yeah. is the most exciting, like, flashy thing Hawkeye can do. So obviously you're going to make a big fucking deal of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, almost every action scene lands. Hmm. And they're all exciting. They're all visually interesting. They don't really relate to ways to use the bows, really. Like, and again, they're not really pitted against anything other than just well-trained fighters. Yeah. So there's not like flying people or anything like that they've got to contend with. Clint doesn't ever do that thing where his bow turns into a club like in Civil War. I guess no. that's never happening again. I quite like that. Yeah, I agree. But no, we get some like stuff where they're like flipping off the bows. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're fucking, you know, grappling hooks and grappling hooks like and all that good business. So that's always nice. It, it's the perfect TV level thing. I think yes. that is the biggest compliment I can pay it is that it works in this medium yeah, and it doesn't really like, it doesn't fail at anything other than I think in my personal opinion, it fails to introduce Echo in a substantial way. Agreed. What it does do is introduce a number of different characters and their relationships going forward. Like you said, that, you, you know, Yelena comes in episode four. We get quite a bit of Yelena, more than yeah. I thought we were going to get. Well, we basically get like her... What happened to her in the blip? Yeah. Which was she got she she's going around still um, liberating the black widows with the with the mist thing. She finds one that didn't wasn't actually under the control. She was just chill, um, <laughs> and she gets a bit mad that she just got fucking broke into a house and dusted her for a bit. Um, she goes into the bathroom, and it's the first time we've ever seen the blip from the point of view of a blip of a blipper. Yeah, like because we kind of got it with Wonder Vision with um, oh my god, what's her name? Oh. Um... Sugar, what's her name? Ah, shit. Yeah, um, uh, Monica... Mar- Man- yeah. Maria Rambo? Monica Rambo? Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo? Monica, Monica Rambo. Rambo. But we saw that as she came back. Mm. We get a point of view of before, during and after. She goes into this bathroom. She's... Is it spoilery? It's a bit spoiler. It's a little bit, but... Yeah. She's looking into the mirror and then fucking... Gdoof, she goes... Yeah, the paint changes. Back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? And yeah, you, you see it change. It's not like they literally... Click on. You see the paint change from mm-hmm. her like point of view, like it's slowly morphing to like this new colour and whatever. And she's like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> um, so that explains where she was. But yeah, we get a surprising amount. I thought it was just going to be a quick cameo, but mm. she's like a. From her introduction, I think in the fourth episode, I want to say yes, fourth. She's like a a big character, determined to kill Clint Barton because mm. that was set up in the Black Widow post credit scene. Yes. Really glad she's back. Florence Pugh's really good. Yeah. Has some really good action. My God, she likes running down the side of the window, uh, down the side of buildings on a fucking grappling wire, doesn't she? Um, so, yeah, and, and he, this one, I, ju- I just want a Hawkeye and Black Widow series with the new, the two new ones. I feel like that's what the, sh- the film should have been. It should have been the Budapest story. Yes. But we we went over there in Black Widow. Yes, and oh, did. boy, was that not good. I've rewatched it. You rewatched Black Widow. I did in the last few oh, days, yeah. just to kind of make sure where I wanted to put it on the list was where I wanted to put it on the list. Has it moved? I'm still undecided. We're going to record that in a minute, and I'm going to decide then. Right. Um, cool. But yeah, so I, I came away with very little to complain about. Like I came away with anything. Yeah, other than the Echo character not really landing, I'm like, well, he did everything I wanted it to do. Mm. Was it as fucking, you know, as fucking ambitious as WandaVision was? No. No. But none of them have been. What no. if... Even what if wasn't. No. But this thing, like, there's... Because you could say, well, it's not really trying to do anything more than just be really simple, straightforward, family, sort of family-friendly. They should keep shooting people in the shoulder quite conveniently and never yeah. in the fucking chest or the head. 
But then, like, well, Falcon and the Winter Soldier tries to do half and half and have, like, a moralistically grey story whilst also being an action thing fucking failed miserably hmm. so I'm I'm good with having both ends of the spectrum and not a weird middle ground because yeah. they don't seem to be able to nail that whereas they can do straightforward action comedy and really in-depth weird sci-fi thing so yeah they bookended their year pretty nicely hmm. and Loki was good too yeah so but like WandaVision and then Hawkeye Spider-Man like that's a good bookend oh yeah to what I'm going to talk about more in the end of year review of Marvel's worst year of all time. <laughs> oh I mean, boy, it, th- there's been so many misses. There's I been mean, so many misses this year. You're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> no. How is it that the two, like, Spider-Man, yeah. the multiverse Spider-Man movie, yes. and WandaVision, which had no right to be that no. good, those are the ones that, like, everything else is just this sagging fucking mid. I mean, Hawkeye is pretty good, but oh my god! And again, Loki's pretty good. Loki's pretty Jesus good. Christ! Shang Chi's good. Shang Chi's pretty good. <laughs> we haven't rewatched Shang Chi. Oh, I, I did that last night. Yeah, so I'm fresh off of it. It is like, do you know that awful ET game where you're just stuck in the pit? That was Marvel's <laughs> year. Like really high ends, fucking big old prop in the fucking middle, just fucking Eternals. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, a good first year for Disney Plus on the whole. Three out of five being good. Mm. What if was good? It was just patchy. Yeah. Falcon we Soldier had no only... strong thoughts about it. No. Falcon of the World of Soldier was bad. <laughs> not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. It's pretty bad. The thing is, any Marvel thing truly bad? I'm like, yes, a few of them are. Yes. Um, Captain Marvel is bad. Um, <laughs> but yes, you were right. It's just going to be a short one because it's spoiler time now. I'd recommend it. Yeah. It frankly doesn't... Okay, it kind of relies on you seeing Black Widow, but that's literally it. Everything else you don't need to see. It's pretty light. It doesn't really go over the top. There's a few Easter eggs, which if you watch the rest of them, you kind of get. Yeah. If you've at least seen Age of Ultron to understand the family dynamic thing. Yeah. Why not? You need to know who Ronin is. This is the problem with Marvel at the minute. I don't think there's anybody who hasn't seen Infinity War Endgame. I think most people have seen that movie. Come on, Endgame. People who are going to want to watch Hawkeye, yes, yes. true. I, I do know people who have not watched any, and they're like, well, I've not watched any Marvel films. You're like, what? Like, yeah, I, I kind of want to watch... And you're starting with Hawkeye. Well, no, but I mean, they're like, <laughs> well, I want to watch, because I want to watch Avengers Endgame, because it's like, you know, the biggest movie ever made. I'm like, that's great. Here's the 20 movies you need to watch. Yeah. And that's only getting worse with, if the TV starts mattering, it's like, here's the 27 movies you need to watch, <laughs> and the five full TV series you need to watch. <laughs> To understand what Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is. Yeah. Because that looks like it will actually rely on two Disney Plus series for further reading. Yeah, the trailer starts with, I'm not here to talk about Westview. So, okay, already you need to... You need to know about WandaVision. You need to know about Spider-Man. Spider-Man. You need to know about What If, Yep. probably. And so Oh, yeah, on. no, it's looking like you do. <laughs> can you get even comics like comic book movies are going to become like actual comic books and it's actually physically impossible to fucking start one of these years it's going to break under the weight of what oh. you need to have seen it's going to happen me and you are going to witness it oh, no. you know what we need to do we need to talk to Nans because <laughs> no him here because they know like they watched they at some point started watching Coronation Street mm. which has a similar problem <laughs> like how the fuck do you ever actually start watching a soap because <laughs> there's fucking 20 years of backstory you don't fucking know <laughs> so I need to talk to Nans and figure that out because they seem to manage it and yep. they're Nans um, <laughs> right we've we've postponed for a little bit yep. because it's time for spoiler and I'm, I'm going to give you another headphone warning if you've listened to our Spider-Man review mm-hmm. You may know this was coming, but I'm going to give you a headphone warning just before we give the 
Small alert, Kingpin back! Yes, he I've got is. a quote. I've got a quote. You've got a quote. I've got a quote. I want to hear the I quote. Want hear, you want to hear the quote? I do want to hear Hang the on. quote. Hang on. Wait, don't be fooled. He's just regular Kingpin with a stupid cheap hat. <laughs> he still embodies all the awful stereotypes he did before. But he's got a new hat! I want it, I want it, I want it. <laughs> oh, everyone's favourite new character is Kingpin's hat and Kingpin's floral shirt. Comic book accurate it is, floral yeah. shirt, mind you. <laughs> oh, boom. Like I said, if, I, if, if everything had gone to plan and I'd watched Hawkeye and Spider-Man the same day, Kingpin and Daredevil would come back into my life on the same, same day. fucking day. <laughs> Oh, I know Kingpin had kind of been spoiled the week before with the mm. text of saying that, but you, you could kind of tell it was Vincent D'Onofrio yeah, at that yeah. point. But <sighs> And again, they both came in via the medium of Kane. Kane's pimp Kane first, as all things <laughs> should be done. <laughs> now, because it's nothing but praise for... Uh, I hope you've seen Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 nothing but praise for Daredevil coming back into that, even though he does substantially less than Kingpin does here. Yeah. But there's a, there's a slight caveat on the Kingpin stuff. Hmm. Like, all of episode six, fucking yes. Vincent yes. Doppio has been basically transplanted wholesale from fucking Netflix. Yeah, here he is. Because there was rumours they were going to put him in a fat suit. Hmm. They were going to make him look not like fucking Spider-Verse Q-Boyd. <laughs> <fucking. laughs> the fucking fridge. Yeah, not that, but like they were going to... I would have loved, I would have loved to have heard him say... It's about the Mets. Yes. <laughs> that would have been it's wonderful. not always about like, the money. <laughs> I thought they were going to like gussy him up a little bit. Yeah. And fucking like, you know, fucking cartoons. Kingpin is just fucking huge. <laughs> but no, it's just Vincent D'Onofrio with yep. camera angles to make him look a lot bigger than he is. They've done that quite well. I think they, they've positioned it quite yeah. well to make him look imposing in every fucking shot he's in. Because like Vincent is not a small person. No, but he's... But they do really well to make him look fucking gargantuan. I mean, again, the woman playing Eleanor, uh, Eleanor Bishop is not big. <laughs> but fuck me, he tears over yeah. everybody. And they they let him fight Kate Bishop. <laughs> I was like, I did not think that's where that was going. They let him tank a car. <laughs> oh my God, he tanks a car. <laughs> Three separate times in this episode, one unresolved, where it's like, oh fuck, they brought Kingpin back to kill him. Yeah. So, first of all, he gets fucking kaboom through a car, through a window via car. That was fucking great. Like, oh fuck, they've killed Kingpin. <laughs> then he's fine. Yeah. Um, so, clearly, like, this is the thing of like the question of the Netflix stuff. Because, like, he's strong in that, mm. but he's only fighting Daredevil. You just got to pick up a fucking 200 pound man, which he looks like he's capable of doing. He benches. Yeah. So he's fine. Now he's like superhumanly strong because he punches Kate Bishop and he fucking flies across the room. Yeah. Then he gets blown up by Trick Hours. I'm like, oh fuck, they've killed Kingpin. <laughs> he's like, no, he's fine. He's all good. His hat's singed. And then, <laughs> that's, they've heard the worst. Not the hat. Not the, that's why we were here. And then he, then he fucking, then he has a confrontation with Echo. So they fucking set up this again. This is why I'm not a fan of this character. That the least interesting character gets to potentially kill. The most interesting <laughs> character. As the adoptive daughter, I guess? I kind of. They call him uncle, mm. so it's more of a niece deal, but it's like a fraternal thing. But yeah, which is, which is in the comics. They yeah. are related in the comics, yes. fair enough. Uh-huh. And then, you know, this stump-faced bitch has just been <laughs> ru- sagging the series yeah. down from being a svelte thing about taking care of some stupid mobsters. Yes. And finding out about corruption in your own family. And then she gets to potentially murder fucking Kingpin. I refuse to believe that's the case. She's got her own series coming. 
There is a comic book explanation for this. Yep. That this exact thing happened where fucking Echo shoots Kingpin in the head. It just blinds him for a bit. He's yep. fine. And wouldn't that be a nice parallel? That they're now both blind. Yep. Sweet. <laughs> is Echo just going to be all the the, the diversity <laughs> in one fucking TV series? <laughs> we can have two blind people, a deaf person. He's going to be someone who's got no sense of smell. <laughs> is she like reverse Rosario Dawson? She's going to take a sense away from somebody. <laughs> What superheroes like I can't taste shit. <laughs> Matarita lad. Oh he's DC Fuck. Oh lame. Um, Open that portal up. Get him in. It's all possible. She mate. brings Ned. <laughs> <laughs> well she's gonna be a confusing she's phone call for him. Hello? <laughs> audio visual jokes in an audio medium. So there is surely to God, no way they brought Vincent D'Onofrio back. To fucking cock tease the kingpin's back to then immediately kill him in the Surely one episode is in. You don't do that. That is ass backwards. They're smarter than that. Because then what was the actual fucking point? Because mm. I, 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 a little bit of his worries like, is this like the quick silver fake out from fucking... They did it as like a stunt cast to mm. like get one episode to get the buzz onto Hawkeye. We won't forget Ralph Boner. No, we will never forget Ralph Boner. But I'm just worried that they brought Vincent D'Onofrio back to... No. Echo needs all the help it can get. And if you can basically flag it as... It's the Kingpin series. It's Daredevil season four, but he's just not the main character. Mm. Fine. Yeah. Whatever it. Whatever fucking gets us there, that's fine. What if they come out and say it's not actually called Echo, we just tricked you, it's actually Daredevil. But we couldn't tell you that at the time, but we need to announce, we need to slot it in. It's not oh. next year, is it? I think it's the year after. The year after. I, think it's I will double check that now. I, I haven't got it on my 2022 draft pool, so I don't think it's a 2022 series. I think it's probably going to be 2023. Let me double check that for yeah. you. All that matters is that D'Onofrio's back. The only version of Kingpin we needed is back. Daredevil's back. We just literally need to get Punisher back. And we're done. Like, we all the Netflix stuff we needed, fucking burn the rest of it. I don't give a shit. Once we get Punisher out there, played by, oh shit, um, John Bernthal. John Bernthal. That's all we need. Have you seen that they might have cast Ghost Rider as another Walking Dead alum? Yes, I've seen. There's no one read as good. I haven't watched Walking Dead ever. He's still good. I've literally never seen him anything else other than that fucking Pyramid game. Oh, you mean Norman Reedus and the Funky Peters? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm not going to be able to recover from that. Um, yeah, Norman Reedus might be Ghost Rider. Cool. I mean, so, so Agents of Shield definitely isn't canon. That's the I only thing is because the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider was really fucking good. But okay, but then maybe he's just going to be fucking Johnny. If he's John, yeah, if he's Johnny Blythe, let's say fine. Johnny Tight Lips. He's not Johnny Tight Lips. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? I ain't telling no one. <laughs> Tell them you'll suck an egg. <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe that. Anyway. It's not 2022. Um, at the moment, no. uh, the 2022 series are going to be Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, and Ms. Marvel, as well as the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Ironheart, Armor Wars, uh, Untitled Wakanda series, mm-hmm. and Echo do not have dates. Cool. As well as all the other shit they announced. So Marvel Zombies does not have a date. No. Uh, X-Men 97 X-Men 97 <sighs> Spider-Man something uh, Freshman year Freshman year That's not got a date uh, I don't think it has a date anyway no. I could be wrong um, So yeah What else is a spoil really We kind of, well, They reveal Edna Bishop was the one who 
she was evil. She wasn't Madame Mask because everyone thought she was going to be. It looks like it was going to go that way and it didn't. No, no, they just left her as bland white woman. Yeah, bland um, white woman who's in with the mob. Yeah. Oh, joy. That, I must admit, was a bit of a... Yeah, the villain presence in this is not strong right up until they give you Kingpin for an episode yeah. where it's the fucking strongest it is possible to be. <laughs> um... And it implies that Hawkeye knew about Kingpin yes. for years and did nothing. <laughs> Would it have been all that less of a series had they given you, if they'd spunked that at the start? No. I th- and I, not I held think... off and had Kingpin in from like the second episode and had full Vincent D'Onofrio for a full season if they'd just won. The thing is, they, didn't, they didn't flag towards Kingpin outside of introducing Echo. They didn't flag towards Kingpin until episode five. I think more of a... Me and you would have known. Yes. But would other people have known? True, but I mean, like, just in terms of... Because I have really liked the series, but is, would it not have been... Everything is improved by more Kingpin. Yeah. So if you haven't been early, you know, you get that hype of everyone going... People like us who maybe were on the fence about it going, oh, fuck, Kingpin's back. I need to go watch this now. I guess they couldn't do that because, like you say, if you time it right, you had Kingpin and Daredevil on the same day. The same day, day yeah. Good and point. you can't... Like, you could potentially chuck out daredevil and go and and still not realize that kingpin's going to be in this series but you can't chuck out kingpin and not think that daredevil yeah, won't turn enough. up okay that's fair enough so um, that makes sense scheduling wise i guess but it still makes it makes the series weaker for it because kingpin's the still the best thing about yeah. it and narratively you have to, impact oh, fuck me narratively you have to change things for that to work but it would also meant we could have seen hawkeye talk to fucking kingpin which that, would have been nice. That would have been nice. Because um, he only really interacts with Eleanor Bishop and Kazi for a little bit. Oh, and think he has a scene with Swordsman. Does he? Yeah, it's when they break into the house mid-series. They break into Kate Bishop's house. Oh, sorry, I meant Kingpin has scenes. Oh, with... sorry, yeah, sorry, no. Kingpin only talks to Kazi, Echo and Eleanor Bishop and Kate Bishop and that's it. But even then, that's like whilst he's fighting them and Echo is like fucking 10 seconds worth of stuff. So. Yep. I just want more Vincent D'Onofrio in my yep. life. Um, yep, we need more Kingpin. Exactly. So, so that's got to be the basis of the Echo series. Got Surely to be. God, yeah, you're gonna need to fucking. Echo goes against the thing and tries to bring down the em- Fisk Empire, but he's goes like... against the thing. Not the hello. <laughs> <laughs> twist. Um, <laughs> what a twist. Uh, thing is, all of these series are introducing someone else. So yes. we've had, you know. Monica Rambeau actually as Photon as yes. well as Agatha Harkness. Yes. Where the fuck is that series going to go? Coming out of WandaVision, you've got the new Captain America coming out of... Um, oh, and of course, USA. John Walker, yeah. John Walker coming out of uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier. Soldier. Loki, it's fucking Kang. Like, yes. that's probably been outside of Kingpin. Potentially Kid Loki for the Young Avengers, maybe. maybe. I'd sooner have an old, like a classic Loki series, but fair enough. I know, but we need like a young... But if they're trying to recreate the, the Avengers line, we need a fucking Thor assimilate. We don't have Kid yeah. Thor, so I guess Kid yeah. Loki will do. I guess so. Beta Ray Bill, there's still time. Fucking Beta Ray Bill, he's oh, just I a remember. fucking horse with an hammer. Yes! <laughs> and you're telling me that's not cool. Yes! <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you No. What If looks like it's setting up the villain of Doctor Strange. Yes. And now we've got Kingpin coming Kingpin! out. So, like, they're all... Like and a new put, Hawkeye. And a new Hawkeye. So they're putting all those things in place going, right, okay, that's what phase four slash five is going to look yes. like. Cool. Great. When does this end? Because what's coming up? We've got She-Hulk. She-Hulk is the main thing coming out of that. Yes. Moon Knight. Moon Knight is the main thing yes. coming out of that. But it's more yeah, because the first raft of them were all the four... Four live-action ones? 
I mean, live action Wonder Vision. Wonder Vision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Soldier, Loki, this. Loki. So they were all four pre-established characters. Yes. Next year is all new ones. So yes. Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel, and the fourth one. Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel. Fucking, I've just read them. I we just, can't yeah, them. I just read them out for fucking fuck's sake. Um, girl. The, let me get the fucking thing back up. Moon Knight, She-Hulk, oh, Secret Invasion. Okay, so that is based on existing characters. It's a Nick yes. Fury series. Yes. That wanted a bit of wood, so fair enough. But introduce the actual evil scrolls as opposed yeah. to the ones who just kind of helped, I well, guess. You say, where's the end? This actually came up last night as a bit of a discussion where Rachel just kind of vented about her frustrations with Disney. Mm. She was like, it's just constantly Marvel and Star Wars and, and fucking remakes. And I was like, yes. <laughs> she was like, what do you mean? Yes, I was like, that, that's what I want. <laughs> they're just giving me more Star Wars and Marvel. Fucking, it's a, it's a great time to be alive for me. But she's like, no, but they're not doing anything original. I'm like, no, don't be silly. Let's look at their upcoming, like all their announced projects. No, not one. There is not a single one that isn't a remake, a, um, a long gestating sequel, Marvel, Star Wars, or animated. Yep. They're literally, all the original animated movies are also all coming out of Pixar. So... And that was like the next five years, <laughs> or or it was princess based. So yes. I was like, oh, but they're doing a remake of Peter Pan, starring young uh, fucking Black Widow from Black Widow oh. as Wendy. Oh, um, okay. Fucking, I was like, I'm Pinocchio, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and Hocus Pocus two, and fucking. Nah, nah. So I was like, yeah, she's got a point. So the question of when will it end? When the money dries up, I guess. Everything's cyclical. Mm. If Disney are doing all the fucking nostalgia bait stuff, all the other studios will move towards new exciting stuff. When they're all fucking, you know, having then oh, all this new stuff, we can do sequels to all this, Disney will pivot into doing new shit. Yeah. So, give it about five years. About five years, yeah. This is the thing, and when I was talking about it in the Spider-Man review, yes. it was like, that's the last time I think they're going to be able to build that thing up and it pay off. Yes. Because they've got, they've basically got a full phase to do groundwork Again, ten years after they made it work. Yes. It's not but the thing is not reset the clock. It's not gone right, okay, boom, there's a clean separation. Not that I'd want there to be because the MCU is so massive. Yes. But like we're in we're in Iron Man one days again. We're in the end game now. <laughs> no, we're, yeah, we're, we're in Iron Man one days again. We're, we're we're getting we're putting all the characters in place so they can eventually maybe do a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, I, th- this this show is saved by the kingpin because of that. Yes. Did you go? Holy fuck! That might have mattered. Yes. I mean, Spider Man is saved by that. Holy fuck! The multiverse matters. You need to watch all these yes. other movies. Okay. Cool. I'm looking forward to Moon Knight. I really am. I think it's going to be great. I'm and She Hulk now. Yes. Is looking like. It, I mean, we know Mark Ruffalo is coming back to yes. it. Daredevil could be uh-huh. in it. Looking forward to that. The Echo series has this problem. The Secret Invasion series has this problem of just, well, where the fuck does this go in a matter that makes it an event again? Because Marvel movies, for a long fucking time, and continue to be, are events. Uh, yes. Holy fuck, this character's getting a movie, or holy fuck, we've seen this. I can see what you mean. And the TV shows, WandaVision's done it. WandaVision broke that thing and went, that's what Phase 4 looks like. Yes. It looks like this weird, unimaginable thing that we couldn't possibly have done pre-Thanos. No. And then nothing else has done that yet. In terms of being impactful to the larger 
Yeah, outside of Spider-Man. But that's good, though, right? Because then they can be not everything. Because this is what I'm saying. is like, he recommended anything to of Marvel mm. without having to then say, well, here's fucking 40 hours worth of stuff you've got to go and do beforehand. Mm. It's difficult. If these TV shows become more self-contained, obviously we're mandated to watch them because yes. we have an entertainment podcast that's largely based on Marvel and Star Wars. That's so we're going to have to fucking watch it. It's our bread and butter. But I think that's better then because it means it's kind of removed that weight of having to, like... Like, you can't fuck up because you, four other shows and two movies are dependent on you working and you need to get all these plates spinning. That's exhaustion. Mm. That is going to burn everyone out because then you, you don't have a choice to watch it. And I don't mean you and me, I mean like more casual fans. If they feel like every show is an obligation, no matter how shit it looks, mm. like, it's like the Echo one. If it turns out they're not really heavily basing it on Daredevil and Kingpin stuff, it's just Echo. Do you have any enthusiasm for that? What the fucking ever? None, nothing. Still gonna have to fucking watch it though, aren't we? Yeah, that's problematic. So, removing that kind of weight for the casuals, not for air suffering, that nope. will continue. <laughs> but I mean, for everyone else, I, I I kind of prefer them going lower stakes with the TV series, especially with the TV. The movies is its own thing. TV series, they've got to go lower stakes because that you can't expect people to watch them on a premium fucking subscription service, no less. Yeah, yeah, the the more low key, this is why I like Hawkeye. Low stakes doesn't really play into anything. If you don't watch that, and all of a sudden this girl turns up saying she's Hawkeye, I presume if they did in the movies, they're not just going to do it wholesale. And just uh, you'll have her and Jamie Renner turn up, and then they'll pass the baton there. Yeah. So I don't think if you haven't seen Hawkeye that it's bad. Kingpin turns up, and you didn't know he was in Hawkeye. You'll just go, "Oh fuck, Kingpin's back! Yay! Mm. Why is he blind now? I guess." But oh, uh, they've made a rod for the run back. They have. Star Wars isn't doing this. No, Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett look very ancillary and will not matter to any movies going forward. Marvel's its own beast. The only way it will end when it finally stops working. Yeah. Something will come one day that will kill this thing. This was the worst year and it hasn't yes. killed it. So. They've got mm. it. The X-Men are a little cursed. No, tell lie. Fantastic Four are fucking cursed. Yes, there's not been a good Fantastic Four. If they can ride the boat of an initial X-Men movie and a Fantastic Four movie, maybe there is no real stopping them. I don't know what it will be, but something... All it will take... I remember saying this. It will only take three bad movies in a row to tank the whole fucking thing. Mm. That it will be so shit. Like, I mean, we came close. We had... Uh, a mediocre movie, a good movie, and a shite movie this year. <laughs> yep. So that's as close as we've come so far. But yep. then they had Spider-Man right at the end of fucking... Don't, don't worry about that shit. Fucking Eternals is not going to matter. And the other <laughs> two are very much side stories. Fucking this matters, and it was brilliant, <laughs> so it's fine. But yeah, one t- do you reckon we'll see it coming? Or we'll, just, we'll, we'll, we'll be hyped for a movie and it'll happen. And like, that was dog shit. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Somebody's got to kill their spirits. Yes. Somebody's got to come in that we were excited for that sends shite. Let's check the slate, shall we? What is going to be that project? What it could be of all the ones coming up. Because Black Panther's a tricky one. Yeah. That's the trickiest movie they've got coming up. Even more so than Multiverse of Madness. Wakanda Forever's going to be fucking... That's a tightrope there walking mm. there. Love and Thunder has the potential... Yeah. It's Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, Funhouse... Fucking full Ragnarok. Gore the God Butcher. Gore the God Butcher. Mad cameos. It's not going to be that one. Gar- it's basically Guardians, Guardians 2.5. Yeah. That's fine. So then you've got Black Panther yes. towards the end of next year. That's the That's question tricky. mark. That's tricky. Followed immediately up February in the next of 2023 with the Marvel, the Marvels. Which I'm more excited for the ancillary cast than I am the mains. Yeah, uh, Captain Marvel's probably my least favourite MCU movie. So mm. that's tricky, yeah. But don't worry. 
Guardians 3 soon. Yeah. Well, not soon. Not even remotely soon. No. It's May 2023. Then Ant-Man 3, which could go either way. Yeah, Ant-Man films are just... They're, they're the most solid... <laughs> the most 5 out of 10 of the of the movies. So, yeah, fair enough. And then Far Off in the Distance, Fantastic Four and Blade. Okay. I, Fantastic Four, I think. Yeah. Because that's the thing. The Fantastic Four and X-Men are going to have to supplant... So is that the run that could break it? Would it be... If Ant-Man's shit... Yes. Fantastic Four is shit... And then they fuck up Blade, which that is going to be, be hard. Because the thing, we're, we're in a transition stage where, speaking wrestling terms, mm. we've got traditional champions at the moment. We've gone from the Avengers and we're moving towards when the next time you have that big team up movie, you need your, your big characters that everyone loves and adores that you're interested for. There's no obvious ones at the moment to step up to that. Spider-Man's, we're on the fence where we're getting more of them. Yep. Fucking of the original lineup of the Avengers, three of them are dead. Well, at least two of them are dead, and one is functionally dead. Um, Hawkeye seems to be retiring, so we've got Hulk and Thor. That's mm. it. So that's yep. two of them. Yeah. <sighs> Coming up, I mean, like Ant Man and Wasp is wrapping up a trilogy. Um, Guardians is wrapping. Guardians up are wrapping up a trilogy. Uh, what well, kind of forever has lost its main star? So and, and looking like it might lose its next star. Yeah. So oh, have you been reading about that? I have. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Not good. So then, if Fantastic Four fails, that's their like those are four. And if an X Men movie fails, mm. they're fucked because that's all of their main characters that they're going to have to base Fate Five and Six on. Yeah. They are anchored by those fucking characters. They yep. don't work. Yeah. Looking bad. That might be it. But we shouldn't be sad that it's over. We should be happy that it happened. Yeah. It will come eventually, but do not let Sarah. Don't let me Game of Thrones season eight, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> don't let what well, eventually will be the end, Sarah everything. This got very introspective for the Hawkeye. It really did. <laughs> this is the simplest thing they've ever I done. I told you I didn't have much to say about this series. So we had to talk meta. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I liked it. It's in my top three. Cool. But where, Michael? And how will people be able to find out? They'll find out on the next episode. Well, the next couple one of episodes. Of one of them. I had to split into three last year. So yeah, we did have to do that, didn't we? Uh, so, yeah, we're doing all of our end of year review stuff next mm-hmm. that will be the first episodes of 2022 looking back on 2021 as is tradition uh, and you can find them on the twitter instagram and facebook of this podcast this site under the username foulent that's f-o-u-l-e-n-t uh, as well as on foulentertainment.com and of course we'll be talking about on our own personal channels uh, which is at the gutteridge and at that mike owen on twitter and instagram as well which is where you can go and find all of that but please do go to the site you can see all of the end of year articles. I've not started writing them. That's going to be good. Uh, you haven't finished. You haven't started them. Nah, <laughs> mine's finished. That, I should. I've got to start getting the pictures, but that's it. Oh, I've got to get the pictures. Yeah, I've got to do a lot of work. I'll have some time. It's fine. Um, and then that, yeah, then we start twenty twenty two. The slate is reset. It's if it, it'll feel good to be honest, because a lot of films have been sitting in those top and bottom. Morbius is three weeks away. Oh God, don't <laughs> three weeks. It's uh, it's. Early to mid to late Jan. So. Fucking hell, I didn't think it was coming out that quickly. Three weeks and we get another Marvel movie. Oh, God. And it's Jared Leto as Morbius. Oh, God. Oh, God. In the Venomverse. Yay. What is going on with that film? It's Don't in, know. It's in the Venomverse. It hard to care, with to Toby Spider-Man and Tom's Vulture. And what the fuck is going on? And it's going to break, Darren. It's going to break... <laughs> It's going to break. If the film doesn't, I will. Uh, hey, we had fun watching Venom, and I, I've already been assured by Rachel that she does not want to watch Morbius. <laughs> yep. So I think we might be doing that dance again. Michael. Oh, fun. I love this. It, we'll never recreate that fan magic. 
I mean, never... we've had a few. We've had a few. 300 Rise of No, we didn't watch 300 Rise of an Empire together, did No, we? but rocks will oh, make it. Uh, yeah, mm, fucking rocks. No, fan stick energy will never go away, but we'll never stop trying. Cold Just like Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody! Bye!